Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to Purple Pants Podcast, episode 118 roll the dice i serve as your humble and oh so gracious host bryce isaiah and we are coming to you earlier this week i decided to change the format up just a tad bit and i wanted to bring you your survivor news portion of the podcast a little bit earlier in the week so you have time to digest it so i am really excited about this episode i had the honor to be joined by ghost island winner wendell holland season two of the Circle, Jack Atkins, and Jamal Shipman from Survivor Island of the Idols. We are breaking down the latest episode of Survivor, and boy, was it a juicy episode to break down. But listen, if you want to watch us talk about it, you can head over to my YouTube page, Bryce Isaiah, and watch us break it all the way down. But listen, enough about me talking. Let's get into the menu this week. It's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. We are back this week with the Purple Pants Podcast and our special edition of the Survivor News. Okay, listen, we didn't ran it back last week and we're back this week. And I figured, why not go back on the YouTube? But if I'm going to go on the YouTube, I need to call in some backup. And uh, by backup, I mean Jamal Shipman from Survivor Island of the Idols. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Bryce. I appreciate the invitation. Excellent. I know you were just saving this in your back pocket because it's been a couple of years now. It, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've been on an email chain, but I'm glad to have you here. Uh, and of course, you know, I had to have my baby boys, Jack Atkins from season two of The Circle. What's up, yeah. Bryce? How you doing? I'm blessed by the best. How are you? Doing well. Such a great way to wrap up the week. Being uh, back on the podcast to discuss a great episode. So it's good to see you guys. Jamal, nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you too, Mr. Atkins. And then we got Wendeezy. Let me run down his list real quick. Okay. Winner of Ghost Island. First merge boot. (laughs) Or when is that war? We're not doing that today, Perp. We're not doing it. I still got the whistle from Jack's Halloween costume. We're not making fun of anything at Winners at War, but continue. All right. And host of the HGTV show Hot Mess House. Welcome, my brother, my best friend, Wendeezy Holland. Welcome back to the pod. Thank you very much, Bryce. What's up, guys? What's up, Wendeezy? So uh, it's a lot to get through. So I don't even think, listen, the small talk is the small talk. Hey, Jamal. Hey, Jack. Hey, Wendell. Get to the meat and potatoes. All right. on On to the meat and potatoes. We start off on on exile, actually. With our girl Erica getting poured on through the night, looking looking miserable, but we have a, a strong confessional from her where she kind of says like she made it through. She feels like you know she's doing her thing, and that's good to see. We see her like climbing to a mountaintop and sitting up there, some nice B roll. 
And then we jump right over to the challenge. The challenge is also on some kind of a mountaintop or something. It, it was, it looked pretty cool. They were like up high. And that is when Jeff brings out Erica and she gets to, I guess, spoil the winners by saying the winners of the, the merge competition by saying that she got an advantage, of course, on the, um, on that island and she's going to turn back the hands of time. How do you guys feel about that? Jamal, what you think? Okay, so oh no 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 it's actually an easy take because I think the 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 main take the obvious take is oh that's not fair right the, it, the Jeff said that you win the challenge and you take it back that's not actually Sydney said this I, I was listening to her uh, boot boot episode and she was like that's not a that's not a twist that's a lie <laughs> like Jeff just straight up lied to the people who won the challenge and you know what I don't disagree but the people who won and then got flipped. Absolutely. They have all the right to be upset. But here's my take on it. Right. As as an audience, dope to watch Erica make that decision and watch her journey and watch her just like kind of blossom into like, you know what? No, I'm taking my fate into my own hands. And as a former player, I really have a greater appreciation, I think, for that moment. Right. When it's her and her like spirit is broken and she's like reaching down deep to try to survive and she gets this power. I, I actually thought that was the thing to appreciate about the twist. That's my that's that's how I enjoyed it. Uh, well, I'll be Jack for a second. I loved it <laughs> in the sense of from my perspective as a fan and as a pre-merge boot uh, who did not necessarily get the opportunity to play the game and to be able to have something like this happen where I could actually turn back the hands. Is, is that a Shania Twang song? If I could turn back the hands of time. Oh, yeah. You've added some words. There. Okay, yeah, I might add some words, but I feel like it's like a Barbara Streisand, Shania Twang, something. But uh, I love it because it makes the people that feel safe, you're not safe. And, you know, somebody who does didn't deserve to go home, somebody that did not deserve to go to exile. I don't know if I agree with the statement that it's a lie because ultimately I feel like it's life. I was told certain things in life uh, and uh, it didn't happen and I had to make the best of it. And if it's it's Survivor, so you got to do what you got to do. So I'm all here for it and I'm glad that she smashed it and turned back the hands of time. Uh. You start off, you start off strong, Bryce, but then it like, I think it's, I, I think like Jamal said, you added some, uh, some words in there. Yeah. So how we go? If I could turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he had it. That's and what I, I said the whole it. time. If I could turn back, back the <laughs> Anyways, Jack, what was your under an hour. Um, your week, Jack? Oh, I, I'm itching to get in on this, and it kind of keeps going off my thoughts last week, Jamal, where I'm, I'm not really a fan of this twist. I can appreciate Erica's story here for sure. I think that was maybe the best part of it. But for me, not only, and we see Danny talk about this in the episode too, not only is sort of, it's, it's kind of a lie, you know, Jeff says, if you win this challenge, you're safe. You, you don't have to, you're, you're immune at tribal. That's not true. And then I think the bigger issue I have with this twist is that Erica's not really given a dilemma. It's, it's a very obvious choice. I heard that she actually immediately tried to smash it on the island and Jeff said, hold up, Erica, like we're not doing that yet. It's just such an obvious decision that, while the twists this season have been oversaturated, in my opinion, the thing I like about most of them is they have they have pros and they have cons, and you have to make a decision, and it gives us an insight as to players' strategic capabilities about how they handle those decisions. With Erica, it's an obvious choice, and so you know not only are some players kind of getting screwed over, which I don't love to see. Granted, it's Survivor; it's you have to adapt as the game progresses, but there's there's no there's no stakes to it. There's no stakes to Erica's decision. So I'm just, I'm not a fan. I was glad to I was glad to see it as a viewer because you have this this tribe this um Levu tribe that has been decimating everyone at everything, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden you have one of these Levu members flipping her tribe and kind of like making them all because that that portion of the group was majority Levu original Levu. So you have this one Levu member kind of shaking things up for them. So instead of the other half being vulnerable, then it will be like people that were already targeted mm-hmm. a lot, like their tribes were were pretty decimated. You're going to flip it and have these powerful players all now shaking and like now they got to really 
figure something out. So I like that part of the game and it's survivor. You got to expect the unexpected. So I'd say as sucky as it is as a player to be in that position, it's awesome to watch. I think it made for a great episode moving right along when Erica announces, you know, she's turning back the hands of time. You see people not so happy. We get our guy Deshaun. He kind of probes asks him a question. He's like, well, you know, it's season 41, so you got to expect the unexpected. I wasn't ready for it, but now I'm going to compete. And I kind of like that response from him. And then we get into this foot challenge. Bryce, you got anything to say about this? Uh, I like the foot challenge. I thought that it was great. Uh, I don't know how good I would be at the first is aspect. There's there a fetish here that I don't understand? No, it's no foot fetish. I just, you okay. know, I might not be good at the first half, but definitely the position of landing it, I would be great at. Uh, and I feel like purple always wins. You know, it, it's the Purple Pants podcast. I've got these three kings with me today. And uh I loved it. I, I thought that it was great. I feel like we've seen this challenge before and I'll be lying if I said that after every time I see this challenge, I always try it at home. Like I always like sit on a chair and see if I could pick something up and like sit it down. I had a question for you, Bryce. Um, how do you with with your hammer toe? How do don't you do that? Don't do that. Things up? I was really I was don't really do that. It, it's, I don't have no hammer toe. I don't have no bunions. <laughs> I don't have nothing. Okay. <laughs> I was once told I could be a foot model, but I chose the survivor path. Who lied okay. to you? <laughs> Jamal. No, I'm, I'm j- genuine question. <laughs> it was Jeff no. Probs. <laughs> He's lying. No foot models have hammer toes. I don't have no hammer toe. Oh, that's funny. You got this little guy. And oh. actually, I think of all the times they've done this challenge, this was the closest one. This was like a three-way, like it could have been anybody, right? Because well, who was it? It was Evie, Sydney, and Ricard, right? Ricard. Even Deshaun was getting in there at the end. Oh, yeah, at the end, yeah. I did have a question. I felt like when they run it back before, it was three layers to it. Or am I just making that up? It was this was three layers. Three layers. It was, I thought it was two, and then you had to put the, the one on top. Okay, all right. The ring. I do remember there was like one with a ring in there, but. Uh, right. I don't know. All right. Well, we get our winner, Ricard. Ricard looked, before the challenge, he looked locked in. He was like ready to go. Um, and then he Oh, and there. actually, fun fact Ricard is a dancer. Oh. Sid, in her exit interview, explained that, and that actually made her feel fine about losing to him because she was like, "Yeah, of course, the dude has the like body control and the core strength; like he was going to make it." So that's so that's why she was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm okay losing to dancer." Which I laughed when it happened when she said that because we all I did that when I lost. I, uh, there was the merge challenge, and I lost to Aaron. We had like that wheelbarrow challenge; we were both holding it, and Aaron won. And I was like. He's a personal trainer. He owns two gyms. Like, how am I going to try to battle this behemoth of a man? So it made me feel better about myself. <laughs> so I get that. <laughs> you know what kind of dance? I don't. I don't. We have to ask him. Mm. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, so Ricard wins. So that means the rest of them are uh, kind of on the chopping block. And we go back to the merge island. People start. Uh, well, you hear Danny. He's kind of upset with the challenge. He's like, he he voices, I guess, a lot right. of people's concerns. Like we were told one thing, and that's not hap- what happened. Um, My question like, is, though, typically on Survivor, if you're merged, you're merged, right? Typically, I, right. I think what Danny's saying though is is back to the point that we were discussing. I know, that, and this yeah. is my counterpoint to it: is that normally on Survivor, if you're merged. It's the merge. It ain't no half merge. Y'all half merge and you not half merge. So it's like if I were to come out there, so you're I would saying look, they would they would have been vulnerable anyway. Well, so right. it's like, OK, well, I'm just, everybody made the merge. Technically, it, I, allegedly, technically, they were merged. They were all on one camp. They and they had to figure out somebody to vote out. That's what the merge is. I mean, well, they just well, didn't have to eat. everybody didn't eat. That's all. Well, and that's for me. I've I, I never wanted to win Survivor. I just wanted to like make the merge. If I would have got there and I don't get the feast, I'll be like, y'all lied to me. <laughs> and then so what, what are you trying to say? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> y'all harping on the point that like, oh, I was safe and now I'm not safe. Well, I mean, one could harp on the point that I didn't get the merge feast. <laughs> you could, you could, you could off on that point. <laughs> what would you rather be safe or have a? I wasn't. Mer- Listen, I in my mind when I played Survivor, like I literally envisioned like sitting around with the merge people and like me cracking the eggs. Like how many? How you want two eggs? 
all right, I'm, let me put it like that. Like in my mind, like that's literally what I thought I was going out there to do. Mm-hmm. They they crack eggs at the merge. Thing? Sometimes you're clearly not a, a deep dive survivor fan. They they have yeah. bacon. Have you even made the merge bundle? <laughs> I I know I know. On day thirty nine, we had bacon. We had oh. eggs. Uh, so yeah, maybe I might be mixing that day up. But no, you know, like cooking up rice, regardless, is what right. you're saying. Yeah. I, I was trying to be in the kitchen. Well, no, I, I know what you're saying. I, I think both things can be true that we can acknowledge that it's a little screw. The twist is a little screwy. You know, if I'm in Danny or anyone else's shoes, I'm not going to be super thrilled about it. But like you said, you're at the merge. You have to be ready to play the game. The, the f- four of the five vulnerable people haven't been to a single tribal council yet. So, you know, like Deshaun said, you got to just suck it up and get ready to play and make a plan. So one, one, one more take on that. You're not you're not wrong, Jack. But um, one, one of the things that I always think about with challenges or whenever Survivor changes the game, they're clearly trying to change it for a reason. Right. Like, why do we have the fire making challenge? Right. Because they wanted to switch up the way the end of the game was going. So clearly Survivor decided that they were done with like the regular order of how the merge goes. So they just shook the whole thing up. Uh, so whenever they do that, I always think about, OK, how could anybody have strategized with that change? And so on. So in this way, I'm arguing against it because I'm like, how could they have known? Like they did. They, they were told the thing there. There's nothing better they could have done, except for when I think about they should have treated Erica better. Right. Or no, you should have said like we talked about this last week. You should have sent somebody you trust. Yeah. That's 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 it. That's it. They they messed up because they 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 thought her as expendable. Right. And so now she got given all this power and of course she's going to smash it. If it had been someone who was like, you know what, let me not smash it so I can get in good. I think everyone smashes it. No, I think everyone smashes it. No, if we're all in alliance and y'all send me out because we don't want to send somebody. But then Bryce, you would be vulnerable on the other team. And so it's oh, our alliance, merge, but it's, it's a merge. We merge. Say, say Nasir goes and doesn't smash the 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 hourglass. She he joins the, the losers like Xander and Tiffany and Heather, sure, and he's sure. immune. He's, he's not immune. He's vulnerable. Vulnerable, but if got he's the number with his alliance, right? Then he has six people who are not going to vote for him, and he's good. You so that's what I'm saying. Like if you're comfortable where you're at. <laughs> yeah, if you're comfortable where you're at, then you might think that not smashing it is what gets you further in the game versus smashing it. And now you piss off half the tribe. It's not you're not wrong. I mean, I, I just don't think anyone's even pissed off, really. Like if I'm on if I'm Deshaun and I'm looking at Erica, I'm going to be like, of course you smash it. Like there's no downside. Like you're not screwing me over. You want safety. But that's a good point. You know, if, if you ingratiate yourselves with the six safe people, they're probably not going to vote you out. But you also... But you also join her. a group of five that you are actively saying, all right, I'm going to leave you guys vulnerable and I'm vulnerable with you. They're obviously going to want you out. Oh, I they, see were, they were vulnerable before you left. They were already vulnerable. So they're not going to blame you. Oh, but you had the opportunity to you got the opportunity to stay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's complicated. I mean, do you guys see Survivor bringing this back next season? Because now it's like, all right. No. I think I so, know. for sure. Uh, I think it's a one time. Well, maybe on 42 because they didn't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind the like the earn your earn your way into the merge thing. Like, I think they could hit us with another twist. I don't think it's gonna be the same twist, but true. Maybe all maybe. the merges are gonna have some kind of crazy twist going forward. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I I think the classic merge is so good already because you have these different factions coming in, and the 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 connections are just so jumbled. Yeah. It's always chaotic. Some of the best just, episodes just, in Survivor are, are merge episodes. Yeah, well, I, I just think Survivor is so dead set on not letting a 10-person majority just swing through three people. Like, they just will not do that. So that's why they flip it up, because they just don't want that, like, you know, superpower center to form. Do you think that they flip it in the middle of the game, or do you think that this is all preset? I think it's played by ear sometimes. Oh, are you saying, do they decide to do things as the game goes? Yeah. I think this twist is preset, but I, I wouldn't know. I'm sure there's sometimes that they, they want to switch things up a little bit. I was going to say, I know they have uh, contingency plans, right? So when someone's medevaced, they're like, okay, now we we're going to do this thing because the numbers were this way, but now we're down one. So let's flip it in this other way. Like they have, they have a whole sketch. They sketch out different scenarios. All right. So let's, uh, let's get back on track a little bit. We're on the merge Island. A lot of people are powwowing. You got different groups getting together and whatever. At one point, Xander t- uh, sits Danny down 
and says that Evie's going to be safe and that Xander knows about the knowledge's power advantage. Danny tells Liana that Xander knows and that he's going to use the idol and whatnot. It seems like there's a point when <laughs> the knowledge's power advantage is just known by everybody. Although it, the purpose was for Liana to gain some knowledge and use that against somebody. It seems like everyone took the knowledge of her advantage and started plotting with that against her. I will say um, you start off with, with the Xander Danny conversation. I thought Xander obviously played incredibly last night watching. I was so pumped. I'm still like elated today. Our boy. I think the one possible misstep. And I want to talk to him about this was telling Danny that he knew about the advantage because that just gives Liana an opportunity to counterplay because that information gets back to her. Whereas if you act ignorant and you, you you have no idea about that advantage, then Liana's going to think, okay, obviously Xander has it. Um, Now it all worked out in the end. So still, and I I also thought giving Tiffany the advantage was, or the, the idol was, genius i don't think it would take liana to be thinking like two three steps ahead to possibly steal it from her but i did think that was a little bit risky but you do ingratiate yourself with danny a little bit by just being honest with him and sharing that information so i thought uh xander telling danny was great because one i felt like he wanted to put pressure on liana I, you know, I have it. Um, so, and if you already had this game plan to give the idol or the, the idol to Tiffany, it's like, let me call your bluff. Let you let like, you know, don't use kind of it. Forcing her to use right. it. Kind of yeah. forcing her to use it, but also having that contingency plan that if you do use it, I already got this in play. So I actually think uh, what Xander did was great because it's like, I, I want you to know that I have it, but I don't want it to come from me. So let me disseminate this information to Danny so that you could sit up here and lie in my face. We can play this song and dance. Yeah. And so I, I just I think it it it, it bode well for uh, Xander to have his, that move, in my opinion. But yeah, I guess maybe telling Jamal. Or not Jamal. Ooh, telling not Jamal. Danny that not to, Jamal. To, to, what you want to tell Jamal? Like, he right here. I thought he was about to chime in. So I, I was, you know, like, I was Jack, thinking Jack Jamal. thinks I'm an ex NFL player. <laughs> I, 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 I get it. <laughs> Did you ever play? I did. Um, <laughs> Jamal is tall. Xander telling Danny, who told Liana, then kind of gives Liana. Maybe it puts like an artificial kind of time, time like a ticking time on that advantage because now she's like, oh, if everybody knows, I have to use it. So, like you said, Bryce, maybe that is a benefit of telling Danny. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, just generally, I thought it was a great play. Uh, and Liana completely ate up everything that they, they served to her. So, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Let me let me go back real quick and defend Liana here. Because I, I, I agreed with you at first, Jack, that Liana... Uh, so actually, so, so the take is Liana knew that Xander knew. Right, Liana knew that Xander knew about yes. her. So why did Liana still go and ask him? 
because if Liana knew that Xander knew, then she should have anticipated that Xander wouldn't have it on his person. But think about all the things that happened back on camp. She's working with Evie and Tiffany. She's hoping that they're staying tribe strong, right? Because she, at the end, she goes and talks, and, oh, I want to save you, Evie, like, oh my goodness. And then they do the song and dance in front of her face, right? And Evie solidifies the baby. Oh, Xander wants the moment of like getting up and saying, I'm playing the idol, right? So, so first of all, time, right? We watched all this in five minutes. I think this all took you know, took place over at least a day and a half. Right. Um, so I do think that they lulled Liana back into safety feels. Right. And so that's why she felt like she could play it the way she did. I mean, I, I, I appreciate you trying to defend Liana, but I personally think that this could be one of the single worst, like single player episodes in the history of survivor with the number of mistakes. I feel like Liana made coming to this episode. She's now safe. She has the all black alliance. She has her old Yasa tribe where she's extremely close with Evie and um, Tiffany. And even Xander kind of seems to want to work with her, even though she doesn't want to work with Xander. You're safe. You have two different alliances and an advantage. And somehow by the end of the episode, you've completely burned one of your alliances. You've burned your advantage. She could have easily just sat back, played the middle and been totally fine and been in one of the best positions in the game. So I agree. I, playing the middle is 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 great. But go on, Bryce. Let's hear it. No, I was just saying I, I I disagree in the sense that, first of all, this is a team Liana podcast. So we love the queen Liana here. She has made some mistakes, but we all do. But here's my thing, though, in regards to you saying that she burnt the bridge with what's the name of her tribe? Levu? Yasa. 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 Yeah. They didn't trust her. They weren't with her. Evie would have worked no, with Oh, yes, yes. First of all, I'm not Deshaun because Deshaun already exposed Evie, even though we love Evie. But I'm just saying, they were not with her. They got the information. They disseminated the information. They were because not they with her. Because they knew she was against them. Tiffany oh, wasn't with her. Well, the, the, right. The moment that they weren't with her was the moment that Shan outed her advantage in front of Tiffany. Right. That was the moment that Tiffany was like, mm, I don't think And then they were Liana all says when when Evie's getting targeted, she's like to, to Shan, she's like, that's not ideal for me. And somehow you go from knowing that that's not the best person for to go home for your game to being the number one proponent of getting your ally out. It doesn't make sense to me. I'll piggyback on Jack and just say that if you're if you're Liana, you do have you have the Black Alliance and you have your prior tribe. And if there's a way that you can hold on to both and then as you go forward in the game, you have the option of kind of picking which one you want to go with. At the end of this episode, she doesn't have the the option, nor does she have the idol or her advantage. So I, I will say it seemed like she was so dead set on doing something to Xander to get his power from him. I don't know what happened with them like previously or, or whatever it was, but she had something to prove in getting this power from him. And because she was so tunnel vision on, on the big move. Yeah. Yeah. She she told us though, she, she had a confessional where she was like, Oh, I can't wait to do this to Xander because all this time I've been made to feel like I had to fan his ego and kind of placate him and all that. We didn't see it. I don't even know what that means, but something just like you said, Wendell, something between the two of them, Liana was really triggered by. And Mm. that's an element of survivor. An element of survivor is like, I just don't like you. It might not, be the most strategic thing but i need you gone or i need to embarrass you or whatever it is it's playing with your emotions sometimes like people think it's so like again that's the reason why i went home we look at kagian that ain't a smirk jamal Uh, no i'm just saying like you know i i I tell the story a lot but going into tribal of my only one and only tribal i knew they were splitting the votes if i were literally playing with my head uh i would have been like see you later morgan like you know but my emotions to the fact that alexis was saying my name literally blinded me from doing anything else and so i I think again i i agree that when people see Survivor and you watch it from the TV screen, you're like, how could you do this? It's like, nah, it's a different, it's a different beast out there. Uh, and you have to take all of those things into consideration. I will say on Ghost Island, I told Laurel came to me numerous times and told me how a certain player was like talking down to her. Um, and the whole time I'm like, Laurel, 
keep your head down. We're thinking about the long game. Let him run his mouth or do whatever, say whatever he wants. We're going to get him out of here soon. And that's what happened. Yeah, it was Chris Noble. Oh, Oh, Chris is a great guy in real life. He was rather intolerable. Let me get a rag. You spilling tea all over. No, no. I mean, everyone knows Chris. Chris had a way about him where he just say stuff and you'd be like, oh, man, you shouldn't have said that. But um, no matter what, no matter what he said, I was just like, Laurel. Let's stay locked in. We're going to get to the end together. Let him say whatever he wants. We're going to make it to the end together. And in this case, I think it would have been best if Liana, no matter what Xander said or did, Xander, Xander seems like a sweetheart, first of all. like I, I don't know how bad it could have been, but I wasn't on the island. But no matter what he says, yo, just like smile and nod and just know that you have this tool that you will pull out at some point and get him out of there at some oh. point. But not right now, sis. Not right now. So, but yeah, so that that kind of that kind of hurt her. And when she went to go check in with her original tribe, and they were sitting there powwowing, they could they could kind of tell that she was just kind of being fake. And I think that was the flashback that we got. I think that was around the time that Xander actually either made the fake idol or passed the idol or something was probably around that time. Now do real quick. I think we have to point not to be too critical. I think we have to point out that if it weren't for Shan, who otherwise has been playing a very, very strong game. If it weren't for Shan asking Liana about the advantage in front of Tiffany, they could have pulled that off super smooth. So it all kind of comes back to that. And obviously like you're out there, you're starving, you're tired, like you're going to slip up sometimes, but that was clearly a glaring mistake. But whose game did it hurt? It hurt both of their game, in my opinion. They hurt Liana's game fully. Uh, uh, To continue that take, though, Liana didn't have to be truthful about what the advantage was. Very true. Later, she's talking to Tiffany, and Tiffany's like, oh, is it an extra vote? And Liana's like, no, here's what it is. And she just tells it. Mm -hmm. She really could have just been like, yeah, yeah, it's an extra vote. And not, you know, Mm -hmm. told, not let them strategize with exactly what the advantage was. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, shout out to Shan. She's a loyal listener, so we got love for Shan. This is a, a Shan Stan podcast also. Oh, yeah. Shan's but, been crushing it, aside from that one move. But Yeah. So um But like Jamal said, like she Liana could have lied about what the advantage was, honestly, and that could have also avoided the whole situation. It's tough. This season, I think more than ever, all the advantages have been kind of out in the open, public knowledge. Generally, that's harmful. And they've been so complicated, though. Uh, And I think that that adds an element to it as well, because they are so complicated. You try to lie a little bit about it and then people know. And then it's like, no, but so it's like I understand what she was trying to do was like, all right, I'm busted. Let me just come all the way clean and like, you know, tell you. But I also have to say, right. Tiffany is. A very underestimated play out here. Uh, I think the first edit that we got to see of her of being a little iffy, like, oh, I don't know which way to go. But um, she know how to make some moves and she know and she if I was playing poker, I would want to play poker with her. Mm-hmm. With her, I mean, she got. You're giving her all your money, right? Tiffany's a teacher. I think she has that vibe of the teacher who always knows when you're up to some bullshit. Like she always knows when you're scheming something up. You know, you bring up a good point though, because because the stuff is so complicated, I think that will be my play is just confused. Mm. You but, know, like be like, wait, I don't know. Like somebody has something and he says something with the with the ship wheel. I don't I don't get it. That so, make it even more shadier though, Jamal. That's even more shadier. Well, I think it's believable. No. Because like, people wouldn't know me. Well, they wouldn't know, but I'm saying like that would be my play if I was out here for the first time. I'd be like, all right, let me play dumb because this is so complicated. Let me like act like I don't know what's going on. But really, I'm tracking it just fine. Maybe. At that point, I'd probably be like, do you, do you want me to just read your advantage for you? <laughs> if you say no, like, then I know something's up. All right. Let's get to tribal, guys, shall mm. we? Ooh, this- that was a long long tribal with uh and it was very live right very yeah so we we come in there and jeff starts asking people questions at some point they ask sid how she's doing she says you know she's enjoying all these new personalities at the camp and then at some point it turns to xander's what's going on with xander ricard says we know all about xander's little secrets secrets 
And that's Actually, when Zan. Sorry. Go ahead. I know you're doing a summary, but there's an important piece before that. Come on, let tell me. Come on, Jamal, tell him. <laughs> uh, Evie does this whole thing with Xander being like, oh, I have my little jungle bro here who is going to take care of me. That's why I feel like I'm okay. That was the trigger, right, of people. Like, and Jeff was, did a big reaction. Jeff was like, oh, that was just a thinly veiled something or other. And now we get into, like, knowing what Xander's idol is and all that. Is that when Deshaun kind of called her out, though? Yeah, well, not... It, I think it, he it, called it her out after, after Xander pulled out the fake idol. Oh, I think. Okay. All right. Well, so Xander pulls out the fake idol and he's making a, he's like, I got my idol right here. It's right here wrapped up. And, you know, some people said some things and, you know, voila, now we have idols. I love the Xander impression. Okay. (laughs) First of all, he needs to do Xander more justice, but I'll let you continue. Well, how does Xander sound? It it doesn't matter, but you want Zaddy Xander. You got to do him a little bit more justice. He and I are going out tonight and celebrating, but. Oh. Ooh. Continue though. I'm sorry. Sorry, we didn't got we didn't got window. Uh, he was reading yeah, the see, Now I gotta, now I gotta find my notes again. See, well, <laughs> so after <laughs> so Xander pulls out the idol, and then what does Evie say? That she says that she like knew about Xander's extra vote or something. And that's when Deshaun says that he knew that Xander had an idol and an extra vote because of his little uh, excursion with Evie. He calls her right out. Right, because she was trying to make it seem like she was locked, locked, locked in. And okay, and of course, y'all know. Soon as Deshaun started talking, you know the first thing that popped in my head. Remember the three D's, okay? Like every time I listen, so I I was feeling. Right, what are the three D's? Uh, Five dip. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, okay. Dedication, determination, Deshaun, <laughs> perseverance. <laughs> Uh, do you know discipline? Wait, is it discipline? discipline discipline where is this from i'm missing, uh, I'm missing it. it's uh when we got to see Deshaun's monologue of him talking oh. about him being a med school uh, uh then this voice came over and whenever i get the honor to meet Deshaun, i need to ask is that really your dad or did cbs just get somebody to do a voiceover <laughs> remember them 3d <laughs> okay <laughs> so, what about rodney's three c's so keeping it moving, uh, <laughs> under an hour. <laughs> yes, that's right. We we have limited time. So Liana then reads her advantage, right? And she's like ready to go, confident. Oh, yeah. Pulls her advantage out, reads it, asks um, our boy Xander, "Do you have an idol?" And he says, "No, but you oh, can have, have this fake." <laughs> I freak the fuck out when that happened. Oh. I don't think I've ever been so excited watching TV. Oh. I think he's doing that there. one. <laughs> I just that one. I would have said no. Would have stood up. Would have slammed that idol down. I would have had a whole thing. Oh, I would have loved to be in that position. What would have been interesting is, and I saw someone talking about this. If I wonder. If could he have just passed the the idol and the parchment to her and acted like it was the real one? Now I don't think mm. this works because then they still put votes on Evie and you have to burn your idol, your real idol. But it would be interesting if he could do that and then mm. think she has a real idol. Ooh, that's freaky, but I like it because but, I guess if you do that, then you play your idol on Leah, uh, on Evie and you could just vote out whoever you want. But, but then you're burning an idol. And my Eliza voice. This is just a stick. <laughs> That's what she said. When, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a word. fucking stick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not, yeah. yeah <laughs> she, 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 so, Xander, with you, saying, oh. with, you, with you saying that, Xander, I'm almost led to believe that they might bring who's this Xander? Oh, everyone oh. mixing up names. <laughs> you ain't about to miss my Zaddy Xander up with nobody's old Jack. <laughs> old I thought that was very clever. And mind you, he said it twice. Jamal's uh, face was like, yeah. Everyone's so, getting mixed up here. Well, Jack, with you saying that, I'm almost led to believe that this advantage that it seems like a lot of people hate in the fandom community, it seems like they could bring this advantage back and just mm. see how people use it in a clever way because like you said, someone can act like they're handing them something and yeah. get busy. I do feel like, I don't know. I don't know if production would let that slide. 
Of course, because, because, because you can't well, lie. No, because you're not allowed to lie. No, right. The whole point of the you're not allowed to lie and say I'm going to keep my real idol. No, Jamal. I'm telling you what. That's a lie, though. No, 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 no. He's saying that you can't. He's saying, it, say you pass your idol off to somebody and all you have is a fake. Then work. you can give the fake. Absolutely. You can, I'm oh guessing production about that slide just you for the sake of You got my idol. Oh, this yes. is so terrible. <laughs> it's Jeff's birthday. Don't bother him. Jamal is saying. <laughs> uh, it is Bryce. Bryce it's, it's true. It's true. The, the, the parchment says. <laughs> the parchment says you can't lie and keep it so if I have my advantage I have to give it to you but if I don't have the real thing and I have a fake and you ask me I can do whatever I want I can be like oh my god you got me here's my idol Ugh, this is terrible or oh my god here's the idol that I have here's my fake idol but you're pretending like it's real it's, and it's assuming you've given away your real idol I think that's way to play it I think that's really clever I so think you're setting yourself up for an Adam Klein situation in uh, Winners <laughs> at War <laughs> So the truth must come out only if you have a real idol or advantage. You could do whatever he could have done whatever he wanted since he didn't have it. Okay. All right. See? So this this advantage, we might want to see it again. Do you guys think it's a better move if they do that than play the idol on Evie and then vote out like a Deshaun? Or do you think what they did is smart to keep the idol? I think it's smart to preserve the idol for another day. I, I kind you of live to see oh, another here's, day. Here's, here's a, a piggyback question. Do you think that was always Xander's play? To yeah. Not, to not play the idol on Evie. I think he was probably just going in with a, an adaptive, adaptable mindset. Although, actually, I, I, I honestly think people are saying that it was really ballsy that. of Xander not to play the idol on Evie. If I'm Xander, I'm never playing it for Evie or Sydney. <laughs> so, in this situation. So, like, we see right before uh, Sydney goes, the last vote, I think Xander thinks it's on Evie. He's like, sorry, Evie. Yeah. Oh, and, then, and, then, right. and then it goes on Sydney. He's like, I told you so. Like, <laughs> I'm going I'm to give Xander the credit for that, though. I, 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 I'm going to say that he thought it was a real possibility that he would not play the idol because he wanted to really mm. play up not only that he had it for Leon, oh. but also that it was going to be played on yeah. Evie so that he can not play it because people wouldn't vote for it. No, I agree. I mean, I think at the end of the day, like it's whether or not he had the feeling that Sydney or Evie was going home. I think regardless, it's just generally smart that he kept the idol. Cause even if Evie goes home, I'd rather have just me and Tiff and an idol than me, Tiff, Evie, no idol. Okay. Cause when you have a, when you have a group of three, that's dangerous when it's just you and Tiff, you know, the, the threat might start, might to sh- start, might start to shift to a bigger group. I was point. just going to ask, do you think Tiff gives, Xander back the idol and the extra vote because she has both of them right now. Do you think did did he give her the extra vote? He did. Oh, because oh, because he couldn't have it on him because either one he would have to give to Liana. He gave Tiffany both the idol and the extra vote. I think she'll give it maybe, back. Though. Maybe you're, I, I guess if Evie goes, then you maybe they feel like they're individuals. Like Evie's kind of the glue, so maybe Tiff does keep it. But I feel like Tiff, at least based on her uh, behavior at Tribal, was like. She was like, Xander, this is your idol. Like, whatever you want. It's like, not mine. Not mine. She's like, it's not Xander. Whatever you say, I'll do it. So, like, <laughs> that's how she that's sounds. Like, oh. I don't know. That was like Tony slash Tiff. Yeah. <laughs> if you're Evie, though, do you go back still with your allegiance to Xander? Yeah, absolutely. I think. Who would you go you with? To. You have to. You have no other options. Everybody just voted for you. I, I almost it almost would have been good if Xander hadn't apologized because he should have just acted fully confident. <laughs> but it's all good. It seemed like as soon as Evie was safe, though, she was like, oh, thank God, like, Xander, you're the best. So, right. yeah. And, and we have a little bit of preview from next time that Xander and Tiffany think it's them. Mm-hmm. And so their argument next time is going to be, who do we play the idol for? But they all think it's them, so yeah. they got to get to some consensus about. Uh, it's my idol. So. <laughs> oh. well, I guess I guess we don't even know who well, has I'm the thinking, idol. I don't at that know. Point. Yeah, I don't know who has the idol. Now I've I want to divert uh, real quick if you don't mind. I just want to talk about live tribals in general. Mm. I mean, you guys are people who have participated in some live tribals. Uh, you know, part of it is super fun. Like it makes it makes the uh, tribal uh, obviously live more active leads to some crazy things. But I think the downside of the live tribal is, you know, Xander and the Yasa group pull this great move. And then it gives the opportunity for the Luvu Alliance to just re just, just make a new plan. So I, I don't know. And as a viewer, it's hard to follow exactly what's going on. 
Um, I want I just as as former players and as fans, what do you guys think of of these live tribals? Do you want to do away with them? I say we keep them. Uh, I, I mean, I like them. I uh, I always feel like when I played, we were discouraged of live tribals. I don't know. Sometimes I feel bad for the collateral damage that at times live tribal causes that like no one intentionally meant to send this person home. But when it's do or die. Yeah. I just don't know that there's anything to do. Right. They're here. They're here. Right. There's all these advantages. The advantages get played before the vote, after the vote. It's going to it's going to happen. And from my experience, I never participated in a live tribal. So every tribal I went to. I never changed my mind. Like the person I was voting for when I showed up is the person I voted for when I got in the booth. So all that conversation, all that, oh, you don't trust me, but it was just all smoke and mirrors. Everybody just voted for who they were going in with. So the live tribal really actually does flip the script. And it also allows for you to see some other gameplay because last night uh, we were able to see I think Deshaun started really moving things around. So like there was a point when they all sat down and, and someone was like, all right, or we're ready or something. And Deshaun was like, nah, we're not ready. (laughs) And he jumped back up and he started talking to Shan. And I think saying that if you told Tiffany something, then it's getting back. So yeah, I I think Deshaun saved the day for, for his squad during that tribal for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and himself. So. I mean, he he might have gone home had had they not. Uh, but it, it also makes you think about this uh, roll the dice because mm-hmm. had Sydney not rolled the dice, shot in the dark, shot in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> had she not rolled the dice in the dark, there's no dice. I mean, she would have had a vote, and it could have would have been Deshaun. It would have been Deshaun. It would have been Evie. It wouldn't have mattered. Well, if if she would have voted for Deshaun, then five, um, five. it would have been four four five, four four five. If she would have voted for Evie, it would have been five three five. But how would she have known to vote for Evie? Right. She would have voted Deshaun because that's what they were telling her to do. Yeah. Now, had, and they had hope. They had, had she hope. kept her vote, and Xander used his extra vote. Would it have been five five four? Well, Xander can't have any advantages because right. Oh, yeah, Tiffany those, her so Tiffany can use hers. Then, then it would be five five four, right? So I, I guess if you guys are playing the game at this moment now, do you even take a shot at the dark, or do you wait? Because I feel like the shot in the dark is great, but only when the numbers are small enough. I actually think the opposite. I think when the numbers are big enough is when you use the shot in the dark. Now, in a situation like this where there might be a split vote, maybe you don't use it. But say you're in a, in a minority alliance with three people and there's nine people in the other group, your vote really does, isn't going to matter. So I would just use the shot in the dark. It's always one in six chance with the shot in the dark, Bryce. Even when there's 12 people? Yeah, apparently right now that when, like, when you get the shot in the dark, there's 12, there's 12 scrolls and then there's two scrolls that are safe so uh, still one in six but i don't know I, I don't what do you guys think like i, I don't i don't i just think the, the situation i'd have to really feel like my vote didn't matter in order to to use a shot in the dark yeah vote, vote didn't matter or you just don't trust the people you're with you know because you have to suss out right like if if if, if i'm on a tribe and the vote is me they're going to try their damnedest to make me think it's not right because they don't want me to play my shot in the dark. So I have to pick up on that and know you that you're very confident in yourself in that read though, for sure to take a one in six chance. I, the vibe at camp when the vote is you is so palpable. Mm. You could say like, that again, right? Like you just <laughs> like, there is something in the air. Right. I'm why are, why are you walking up the path with me today? <laughs> I'm a hope it's not me. I hope the blind side is somebody else, but there's something different today that wasn't the way it was two days ago. You, you feel it. You just decide to trust that or not. That is very true. They blindsided me out of nowhere on Winners at War. I'll tell you that. You didn't know it all? You had no clue? You ain't had no feeling? Nothing. No feeling, no clue, no nothing. Mm. When I saw my name written down, I was just like, me when you saw it the first time the merge is hard though because you never you really don't know is it it is right because you you never like it could have easily on my merge vote 
let's not talk about that too much, but on the merge boat, uh, it, it, it easily could have been any one of us. You don't, you don't really know. What was uh, your reaction when, when you saw your name, like the first time you saw your name? I just, I just took it on the chin, bro. I didn't, I didn't, I was, I was, I was locked in. They were just getting me and I just had to just take it. I when, wasn't like, but that's what your face looked like when I went ace blindsided you in South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got me good. He got me good. Um, now, nah, but on the show. So yeah, I, I had like a stone cold look the whole time. Right. And then as soon as I had to get up, I gave Michelle a, a little stank look like, and then she looked at me and she she mouthed to me she was like I didn't know she was like I had no idea because they kept me Michelle and Nick out completely out of the vote obviously because we were working together I got more questions what what was your merge like Bryce Uh, what you mean how was your uh, merge episode Uh, when I first saw my name I damn near lost it at the merge Uh, oh don't do that. He's doing it. Yeah, he did. Don't he was, do it. From the jump, he was doing it. Yeah. Don't do it. And my job was like, watch him all face looking like that. I'm about to just tell my story. But <laughs> one day, someday. How'd you feel when you got booted though, Bryce? Uh, I was salty. Uh, but honestly, Pure. like I, 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 I was salty. Like that's what we say in Philly. Like I was like, uh, I just, part of me knew it would be me because I was the other on the tribe. Uh, so I wasn't surprised, but also I am a survivor player. Like I came to play, whether despite what your perception of me is, I'm a player. I, you know, so I, I was definitely hurt, but I, I, I took it on the chin and uh, I, I'm not a hater of the game. I still love the game. I understand that when you play survivor, there is winners and there are losers. And I'm just happy that I was able the opportunity to play the game. I got a follow up question. If none of you guys do, someone wrote something on like tweeted me and they said, what do you think about if if these particular kinds of advantages were on winners at war? Then I started thinking about this season and I'm like, man, well, I ain't worried about the advantages. But if this diversity was on winners at war, things might have been different. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you think about if you had this much diversity? Because you said you felt like the other on your tribe. So how do you think things would have went? If you had such a, a more colorful cast, to be honest, uh, at the time, Kagian was one of the diverse castes at the time. We had two black men and two black women and two black women on a tribe together. So, again, who knows? I, I think where I did not count in my survivor preparation was I did not prepare for three merge tribe. But had I had someone that uh, understood what it's like to to know a a queer black man uh, who's not afraid of it, who does not like, you know, surprising that I'm athletic, surprising that this and that, who knows the way it, it could have went. I definitely could have had more of a shot. But instead, because people, some people in my tribe just never had the the opportunity to interact with someone like me before uh, everything that I did was surprising and alarming to them, uh, which is fear. And so they, they acted out of fear. When did you lose your athleticism? Uh, <laughs> that's funny, Jack. <laughs> yes. Not at all. That is not funny. Thank you. Wendell, shame on you. Thank Jack you. was with us in oh, South man. Africa when Bryce was carrying a bucket and but, <laughs> I mean, Bryce did better than both of us in that game. So that's true. That's true. But here's the thing: when I fell in South Africa with the bucket, please, like, show us that clip as you're talking <laughs> on the edit. When I fell, Jack, how soon did I get up? Couple minutes. No, don't do that. <laughs> we there. Right, right, don't right. do that. We dragged. We, you we won the, the tribe. We won the tribe. We won the challenge. You won the challenge. Don't do that. Um, that was a, I miss South Africa. That was a great time, but. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I, I do want to circle back to one thing. Uh, like, I guess one closing discussion point, unless you guys had anything else. L- last week at the end, we talked about, you know, who uh, who do we think has a good shot at winning winning this game? And now that we've seen one, you know, merge vote, merge episode, what are your guys' thoughts right now on, on, you know, if you had to name one or two names on who you think is going to win, wh- who are you going with? For me, I think Tiffany surprised me this episode. Just in the, I, I don't know, she just surprised me. Uh, so, and I love Tiffany. I still go with my Deshaun. I think that Deshaun is a, a hell of a player, but the target is on him and it is so early in the merge. Uh, I think Shan is playing a great game. And so, yeah, they would be my four is Tiffany, Shan, Deshaun. And I don't know if I actually said a fourth. <laughs> I got Deshaun too. I, I, I like, I like him a lot. I like Deshaun. I was last episode wasn't the best for him. Like the he the reason I picked him last week, you know, he's got all the tools to win. I mm-hmm. think this week people kind of realize that. So for me, it's like each tribe kind of has that big target. You have Xander, Shan, and Deshaun. And I feel like they could all go, you know, sometime in the middle of the merge. So that kind of makes me think I could see Deshaun navigating to the end for sure and winning, but I'm I'm wondering behind those three players. Who's gonna? Who could be that person to step up? And there's not really anyone that sticks out to me. I, I think Evie's a great player, but I don't. Part of me, I just think she's in a little trouble right now. Uh, I was so liking I, Liana until this episode, where it was it was really bad for yeah, her. Yeah. I, I, and I was liking Sean, Shan. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, I'm not gonna make a prediction because I really don't feel connected to anybody as a uh-huh. winner. I like people, but I don't feel connected to anybody as a winner. But what I'll say is. Don't get stuck on, oh, that was such a bad move. For right. She's terrible. Or, or, or last week, she looked bad. Like, think about what their position is now. Liana's in no worse for the wear right now. Like, Liana has her alliance. I think um, there's a bigger three, target on her, though. Three people are running for her. Three people are running for her. Jamal, it's right Evie, now. Tiffany and Xander. But right now, who does she Why? get to the end with that she can beat? Because if she goes to the end with her uh, POC alliance, I don't think she beats anyone. Uh, and then how does she pivot outside of that? Like, I don't yeah, see she, working with she needs, she needs to turn quickly to get Shan out, to get Deshaun out. She needs to turn quickly. You're right. Absolutely. She I think it's going to be tough. She can't go to the end with those people. If she has but also who votes for her if, if she just stabbed half of her allies in the back, if they're sitting on the some people respect that type of gameplay. And then who does she work with outside of that? Because she's not going to work with Yellow. It's like, is Liana going to the end with like Heather and Nasir? I don't. Here's who I definitely think is going to the end. I mean, left to play. There is a lot. There is a lot to play. But I definitely, from what I've seen so far, I, I think uh, Heather might be sitting at the end. I think there's definitely going to be a go. There's definitely going to be a go. Nasir might get there. Heather might get there. Absolutely. You, you, you think Nasir as a being ghost? a goat? Who's gonna go for Nasir? Oh. No, I no, mean, not, not even I in think, a mean way. I do think who, there is a situation like in which I could see a like, better jury though, in which you know it could be like a Ricard, Nasir, and Heather, and then I could see Nasir winning despite I, you know Ricard playing a better. It, they'll team. give that to Ricard, I think. I, what I think is, especially with Nasir, uh, again, I heard Sydney talking. Nasir is. Kept around because he's good at survival. Mm. He's the guy working hard, busting his butt, keeping the fire going, cooking, whatever, whatever. It's kind of like a Keith nail, though. Like everyone loves him. But Keith ain't winning. Mm. If Keith gets the end, he, he wins. Mm. If Keith gets the end in San Juan del Sur, he's winning. Back uh, over who? Over Jacqueline and Baylor. Jacqueline and Missy. Missy and Baylor. Maybe even Natalie, because the whole jury was mad. That, I think that's actually an apt comparison because I don't think they would ever let him get to the I just, that's you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't think this year is going to be able to navigate that, that social target. Exactly. He's um, going to be this, the, the seventh, sixth, fifth vote right in there where there's a core alliance and they're like, okay, now it's time to cut bait. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. 
Um, I'm trying to think if Heather if Heather gets the end. I, I think Tiffany over Heather. If you're comparing, like, mm, I, I don't know. I, I, I like, had zero screen time. Like, I just don't. It's, yeah, and and that's why that's how she can hang around. Well, she didn't have screen time by this time either. And Who? Dean to the end. Dean from season. She had more than Heather. Well, I think that kind of proves our point, though. Yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, obviously, the, the tides can change for Heather. Like, there's a lot of episodes left. She could get some content, but it's just not. Like what? It's just not we, the thing is we don't know. Like right. I don't know if Heather has any strategic chops. I don't know how her social game. Social, the only thing we've seen is that like people don't love her social game. Like Sydney's like I hate Heather. Um, <laughs> now Sydney might be a hard person to please, but uh, yeah, like, she's, she's hard. She's a hard. Yeah, one. There, like, like you said, there's so much game left. It's hard to tell. I think the three biggest contenders right now would probably be like. I mean, I, th- I think Shannon, Deshaun, and then obviously Xander's a huge threat. If he gets to the end right now, he probably wins. Going to be a tough Absolutely. path. Yeah, Going to be a tough path. But behind that, I don't really know. I could see Evie. I think Evie has that dark horse energy, but I just right now, she is in maybe a tough spot. Although, she was the only Yasa vulnerable, so maybe she could pivot back, shield herself behind Xander, and then make some inroads with some other players. I, I don't know. Yeah. Jan coming for her, though. We saw that in the preview next week. Where's Ricard out of here? Oh, go ahead. We just didn't finish the tribal. I just want to make sure because we didn't we didn't get to the end. Oh, oh, well, let's get us to the end then, Jamal. Oh no, I thought Wendell was the facilitator here. Man, my notes aren't great this week, but all right. So <laughs> finally, we have a vote, and we have uh, before Jeff reads it, our friend Sydney pulls out her roll the dice. <laughs> Don't do that. She pulls her dice out. No, she pulls out her shot in the dark, and we see how that's finally being able to use she unwraps it and it says what's it say not safe not safe not safe not safe and so then probes proceeds to read the votes and it is her night to go home Mm. definitely collateral damage i don't think anybody went into the tribal wanting to vote sid but after the live tribal erupted i definitely think uh it was her night i'm i'm confused why you don't split majority on Evie, right? Right. If, right. It, it, it's very confusing. And I wonder how many people knew Deshaun was going to do that. Because he, yeah. that's an advantage. He but played he voted two on Evie, right? Two on, two on Evie, and she didn't, they didn't even go home. Mm. So, like, right, like that was a boo-boo move for Deshaun to waste yeah. his idol, I mean, to waste his advantage and not even actually have it work. So he must have thought that he was providing the f- now vote on Evie. That's what he thought. I was going to say... So that mean he's not a, in the inner alliance. It does create a valid split. I was going to say point. it does create a good split because now it's 5-4-3, but if he didn't play his extra vote, so it would have been 5-3-3, and then... Say no, no. Sydney gets an idol on her, Evie's going to go home anyways. So unless unless they use an unless they use an advantage, I mean, I guess he's kind of just covering his bases on the split, but because theoretically, Yasa could have idled Sydney and Xander could have played an extra vote on Deshaun and Deshaun would have gone home. Again, so, Xander didn't have his extra vote, but I get what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> Tiffany could have played the extra vote. <laughs> Tiffany could have played the extra vote. But you know what? And, That's absolutely right. Deshaun felt like he was in trouble. That's actually absolutely right. He thought he was maybe tying himself yeah. by playing the active vote or something like that. Yeah. Because Nasir well, I guess might as well. Not yeah. going to vote for him because Nasir was shady and was talking to the other group before he got pulled into the split vote group. So, yeah, it didn't work out great, but it was kind of that situation where everything's up in the air. Like, I might as well throw this at the wall, see if it just extra insurance, which I don't mind because I think Deshaun's in such a good spot that this tribal was sort of a. Uh, a fluke with his name being out there where it's like, all right, might as well make sure I'm safe now and I could readjust after. If it was a split between Deshaun and Sydney, who goes home? Sydney. You think if it was a tie, you say I'm mm-hmm. situation? It's definitely Sydney. Because, well, the numbers. Well, they do, but so we're saying that Here, Heather, Erica, what do they do? Right. And who, and who did Erica vote for? Erica voted for Sydney? Erica voted for yeah. Sydney. Well, I mean, so Sydney had the majority. So the, the split would have been Evie and Deshaun. If, if but my question was, oh, if just if it was, so that was my question. 
<laughs> I see. And it easily could have been, right? Like, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I honestly think they should have put the majority on Evie and yeah. then it, it ends up as a split with Sydney. And I'm, I'm so sorry, Bryce. Because there's three votes on him. If two people defected, that's five votes on Deshaun. Mm. And it's what? He could have gone home. Right. Two people, two people who voted for Sydney vote for Deshaun. He goes home. Yeah, it definitely was a close one, but I would have to say uh, this season so far, this has been the episode for me uh, by far the best episode. And I think it also proves the point that when people say like, oh, it's too many advantages, it's too many this, it's too many of that. But look how it all played out. It still came down to original Survivor. It still came. Well, it still came down to gameplay. Who do you trust? And like I'm talking, I'm talking the very last minute. So yeah. that's all that I'm saying. Um, but I do want to thank everyone for taking their time to come on the Purple Pants podcast and to discuss this episode. I know y'all could have been anywhere in the world at night, but you up in here because you know it's a it's a Purple Pants podcast. We will see you next week. I hope you guys enjoyed this special episode that we are providing to you early. Make sure you show Jamal love. Make sure you show Jack love. Make sure you show my brother Wendeezy love. We will be back with you guys soon. Toodles and roll that dice. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this special edition of the Purple Pants Podcast. I figure, you know, let's switch it up a little bit. Let's give you your survivor news a little bit earlier. So I need your feedback, Purple Pants Posse. Tell me what you thought about this early episode of Survivor News. Let me know if you want me to continue this format, bringing you the Survivor portion early and your regular Purple Pants Podcast on Tuesday. Uh, make sure you guys are subscribed to my YouTube channel, Bryce Isaiah, and you can literally watch me, Wendell, Jack, and Jamal discuss it. Instead of listening, you can watch and listen. As always, please make sure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. We are available. Click subscribe. Okay, write your baby boy a review. Give me some five stars. And don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to roll the dice. Because it's a... It's a, it's a, it's the purple pants, it's the purple pants, it's the purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the purple pants podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the purple pants, it's the purple pants. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.